Welcome back. Everybody's talking about Morn Team Kia at Cheltenham. I've been waiting to chat to this man. What a star he is. He's South Australia's own uh, and, well, now favourite son, keeper of the Australian Test Team, an absolute jet. His name's Alex Kerry. He joins us on the line. Hello, Kez. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, mate, haven't had a chance to swing the willow yet. I'd ask you how you're hitting him, but we haven't had a look. How are you hitting him in the nets? <laughs> <laughs> I know. it's um, Look, it's nice. I think it's also nice having a hit in a game so you can uh, yeah, feel that rhythm. But um, myself and Greeny have probably hit the most this week just to try to, to catch up on the boys. But, um, no, it was, it was lovely to see them yeah, cash in on a, a pretty decent wicket. Um, no doubt the pink ball probably throw up a few different challenges. Just uh, with your work in the nets, Kez, uh, we spoke to Ian Healy not that long ago and uh, we asked him about, he talked about his, his training, his, his glove work and his keeper keeper work compared to his batting. Um, what's the split for you? You're obviously uh, an elite keeper, but you're, uh, you're a pretty handy batsman as well. So what sort of split uh, percentage-wise maybe do you, do you spend on your keeping craft and then uh, switching over to, to your batting work in the nets? Yeah, I reckon it probably um, depends around, yeah, the game situations and pre-season, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, Bryce, it's probably more um, after last game, yeah, have a quick catch. I uh, got a fair bit of volume out um, in the middle and then probably hit a few more pink balls leading into this game. So I'll have another catch today. Um yeah, leading into tomorrow's game. But I would say on whole, it's probably 70, 30, 60, 40, um, more weighted towards wicket-keeping. Kez, do, do also, do you change your prep with your keeping a little bit from venue to venue? Because in WA, you're obviously going to be standing a fair bit further back. And then Adelaide, you probably spend a fair bit more time up at the stumps like you would at the SCG. Do you do little bits and pieces in around your prep to suit the venue? Yeah, I think... You, you think about it, um, and, and then the fundamentals stay pretty similar. So I found in Optus Stadium, a lot of balls were actually beating the outside edge from our off-spinners, which is probably a little bit different. You normally get the ball spinning back in, and, and Adelaide will throw up probably a bit more consistent spin and bounce. So um, I, I think trying to keep the fundamentals pretty pretty similar, and then just a mindset shift, try to get the information early in the match and then probably adapt from there. So I think naturally you do think about, yeah, over in Perth, it's it's pace and bounce. Gabba's pretty similar. Adelaide's a little bit slower just through the pink ball and, and a bit more grass on the wicket. Um, as you mentioned, the SCG a bit slower and lower. So, um, yeah, I think you, you try to keep your training similar and then, yeah, adapt probably more with the mindset. Uh, the West Indies put up a fight. The young guys at the top of the order, um, they were happy to dig in. Are they? Would it be fair to say that they've they've shown a bit more resilience than anticipated? Oh, I don't think that's fair to say. We know that they're a really good um, cricket team with some experienced players. I think young Chanderpool, we haven't seen a lot of, um, but he came into the match with a lot of runs under his belt from the Prime Minister's 11 game and, yeah, continued on with some good form. Um, we know that they've got some dangerous players through the middle. So, and Braithwaite, their skippers scored, um, I think it's 11 test hundreds. So we, we knew that they would put up um, 
a really good fight and, and no doubt they'll want to bounce back from that performance over in Perth here in Adelaide. So we'll need to be sharp again. Um, I think the wicket over in Perth was, was pretty good to bat on and, and didn't offer as much probably sideways movement as we thought it might. Um, but like I said, that, that pink ball in Adelaide can throw up some different challenges and, and we'll want to, uh, whichever way we go, yeah, start really well tomorrow if it's for the bat and then if you bat first, you try to drive the game so that you're bowling um, under lights. And just one more on uh, on the Perth test before we talk about uh, the Adelaide one. Uh, we always love to see our SA boys going well and uh, your good mate, uh, Travis Head, 99, had an unbelievable innings and just fell short <laughs> of the ton. Uh, how was he after the uh, the dismissal? Obviously, no doubt, pretty flat, but uh, he was all right. Yeah, it's such a uh, it's such a funny game, and I mean, if you if you say you got ninety nine test runs, you should be pretty happy with that. But <laughs> um, a, a lot of the time, you're probably more disappointed when you you get out in the nineties than you do if you score one or two runs. It's just a it's a unique game where you can never really win unless you're probably Steve Smith or Marnus. You, you you're content. Other other than that, you you're always wanting more and. Um, yeah, other than it being a stat, it's um yeah, it's just one run. It's 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 a funny game that we we look at the stats too much, I think, and and see how many run hundreds they score. But um yeah, one run off, he he was pretty gutted, but he played really well. He bowled um, and gave us some handy overs and, and took some good wickets. And he likes playing here in Adelaide, as do I. So we can't wait both to to get out in front of the family and friends. Let's just touch on Marnus. Is he as strange as he looks on the TV? He looks like a strange unit, and but he just seems to get it done. He is actually not as strange as he looks. I reckon he's um, uh, Steve Smith's more more strange um, off the field than <laughs> Marnus is, and uh, he's uh, he's a great bloke, Marnus. He's um, yeah, he just brings so much energy around the group, and I think just I think the passion and the love for the game sort of comes out um, when he is playing out in the middle, um, and he's the same bloke off it. He's yeah, just loves it. Um, and then yeah, his mate Steve's pretty good too. I think he made. I was speaking to him in the slips, and I said, "How'd you bat?" Obviously, he made two hundred, and he batted pretty well. And I said, "How'd you bat?" And he said, "Yeah, I thought I played pretty well. I made one mistake." Um, out of 400 balls. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty phenomenal record that he's got. One player miss he was disappointed with in his whole inning. So um, he sets a pretty high standard. And he remembered it, the player miss. He, he certainly did. He certainly did. He was talking me through it. Um, and, uh, yeah, if I have one player miss in the, um, in the <laughs> innings, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> so you touched on it just before, Kez, about uh, the Adelaide Test, your, your home test. Uh, it must be special. I mean, there's some iconic uh, test matches always in the summer when you talk about Boxing Day, etc. But to, to play back here in Adelaide uh, in your home test, and the crowds have been a little bit underwhelming so far uh, in cricket, uh, in, in all all formats of cricket, but uh, you, you know there's one guarantee they'll turn up uh, for the Adelaide Test, so uh, you're obviously really looking forward to the next four days. Yeah, certainly I, I am, and last year it all came around really quickly, and um, there was still a, a few COVID protocols that we had to abide by, so you're, you're soaking in the home test as much as possible, um, but under restrictions, and this year, 
yeah, super excited to have um, just, yeah, lots of family and friends coming along and um, already the excitement and the buzz around this week is, um, yeah, it's something different to, um, I guess, playing at other venues around Australia. I, I know when I was growing up, I, I loved to go to the Adelaide Test and, and you had, you know, you could go out the back and you could get the atmosphere out there and um, now with the pink ball, um, you know, people just sort of flow in throughout the day, which is, yeah, we love it as as players. As you mentioned, a little bit underwhelming with with crowds, but um, hopefully this week it's a it's a full house. Um, yeah, soak in the atmosphere. The West Indies haven't been to Australia in a number of years, uh, so yeah, Travis and I are, are really excited just to to get out there and um, yeah, see the family and friends faces. Hopefully play some good cricket and, and win the series 2-0 is, is what we really want to do. Is it a little bit different with the late finishes, like on how you do your recovery or then how you start in the morning? Because it does... I can imagine by the time you get out of the stadium, it's pretty late. Yeah, it can be. Um, so I reckon you're normally home... Well, I don't even know the hours of play. It's probably 9.30 finish, I'd imagine. But uh, yeah, 11 o'clock comes around pretty quickly after the game and then you try to put your head on the pillow and get some sleep straight away, which doesn't always happen. So, um, And then staying at home with a couple of young kids, there's a challenge in uh, trying to keep the noise down in the morning. Yeah, I'll bet there is. How is is Eloise and the family? I remember Eloise from school. Are they a couple running around? Have they sort of travelled a bit with you or are you sort of good to be back here and actually get in your own bed? Yeah, it is good. It is good. It's um, it's a good distraction throughout the morning. Um, but yeah, they'll come along to the match. They probably won't stay the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's been fantastic. The the family, uh, the way that the, this group sort of embraced family and allowed as much access as possible throughout tours, um, yeah, has been really special. And we had a, a great little uh, summer last year and um, the Boxing Day test, but. I think here in Adelaide, to, to be able to come home after a day's play, um, to wake up to the kids and then head back in um, and play again is really special. Uh, so just before we let you go, Alex, so just a, a touch on the Redbacks. You obviously oh. would still uh, keep an eye. Yeah, definitely. No longer, the dead, no longer the Deadbacks, Kez. They finally got no, a win in back. the Sheffield Shield. So uh, uh, <laughs> what did you think about that performance? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's probably going to be hard for Travis and myself to get back. It's great to say. I know we, we say it a lot and, and lots of teams do. It's, um, you know, that reward for, for hard work. Um, but I guess living and breathing it and, and for our, our fans, um, we're certainly trying as much as we can to yeah improve in the first class um, arena and hopefully it's a start um, you know, for something really special with some young players getting more games under their belt um, yeah it's fantastic to see some performances come through and we'll continue to, to learn and develop that group to hopefully win a shield within you know, a season or two's time. Kez we had Jordan Buckingham in studio here um, earlier on in the week, he's picked in a CA11 to play South Africa on Friday Tom Kelly, we've got, uh, we're following him throughout the Big Bash. A couple of boys that um, are really talented youngsters. Just your thoughts on Bucky and and TK maybe in the Big Bash? 
Yeah, TK's got lots of energy and lots of skills and a young batter that will develop his game. He's really attacking, um, but he'll develop, I think, both formats um, really strongly. And I'm excited to see him again in um, striker's colours. In his first year, he was phenomenal in a really hard batting position. Um, and then Bucky, yeah, he's one of Dizzy's favourite. He, he absolutely loves him. Um, and what I've seen so far this year is that he's got a really, really bright future. Um, and he'll develop his body and, um, you know, back up games and, and, you know, add some yards to to the speed gun. Um, and he's going to be one to look out for in green and gold, no doubt, in, you know, a few years to come. Probably likes him because he's skinny, sort of odd-looking um, exactly. fast bowlers. Restrained. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> hey, Kez, uh, thank you so much um, for giving us your time, mate. We greatly appreciate it. Best of luck uh, with the Test match tomorrow. Gibbsy and I will be sitting there on the sidelines, um, if you're batting especially. If you're bowling, we might just sneak out the back and have a jug of pims or something and then just come out if something's uh, moderately entertaining. But we'll be there at the ground, mate, supporting you guys. And all the best over the next few days and throughout the rest of the summer. No, thanks, boys. Yeah, can't wait to, to see the Adelaide crowd there tomorrow. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, Alex Carey there, absolute star. Speaks well. Yeah, he certainly is. And i uh, got fond memories of uh, spending time with Alex uh, as a youngster. Uh, the, our families used to holiday at the same caravan park uh, over Christmas and New Year's. So, um, yeah, saw him grow up uh, as, a, as a youngster and uh, obviously get drafted. And he's doing uh, amazing things now for uh, the Australian k- cricket team. His partner and I were in the same homeroom at school. There you go. Well, at, uh, Loz and uh, Eloise are very good friends. They travelled together, did a bit of stuff at the tour down under together. So they're uh, they're good mates as well. So Adelaide's too small. It isn't is it? too small. It is too small. We're going to jump to a break on the other side of this. Uh, plenty more to come. We want your text so four two seven one five four one double six, and we're powered by Lumo Energy SA.